Thank you so much to the Mutant Members Only Club for supplying me with some fucking badass music on not only this podcast, but the ones that I host with James. Hey, hi, hello. Hi, it's you. It's Horror, it's horror Soup. Yeah, it's a different show. If you guys <laughs> don't know yet, I host another show with James called I'll Suck Your Blood. It's vampire. So far, it's consisted of just horror movies. So, I mean. Yeah, we got some other things in the works. Though. There's plenty of vampire movies that aren't uh, technically horror movies so we'll get there today though a movie that fucking sucks Ooh. just a just a really dog shit movie oh just, god just a movie that's not even close to being good one that i had to scrap in episode four because i fell asleep <laughs> watching three times and i also fell asleep doing the podcast for uh i feel like them's fighting words though uh i feel like these are fighting words and i feel like i'm gonna piss a lot of people off with this episode but i'm also gonna say uh <laughs> everyone that's pissed off by my opinion for this movie uh fuck off suck my ass and eat shit because my opinion is not changing (laughs) you can like this shitty movie as much as you want but keep me the fuck out of it (laughs) donnie murphy wanted me to cover this he picked this movie on the patreon pick a movie tier and good god he could not have picked a a, a worse wait no 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 i said donnie donnie didn't do this this was Koch. that's what you said yeah you yeah, said this donnie was, yeah yeah god damn it this was Koch. and you know what i'm so jumbled up now that i can't even remember your name because you suck Koch. <laughs> thought you were doing me a favor the good movie you're it's not good. it's a good flick it's a classic it's Is a classic what? movie it's a classic movie are you really gonna call it that? Just like it was, it's 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 in many people's list of you know top top one hundred horror movies, top hundred scariest movies in a lot of those lists. Where is it on your list? The, the just my personal list. Yeah, give me your personal list. To start <laughs> it's this it's off. on the it's on the short list of actual horror movies that I can show to my kid right now. Oh, so you're saying it sucks. Not that it sucks, but that it's no, no. Not, let's let's tell the audience about how you showed not your a lot of sex in it, and you know, I'm not sure if he's quite ready for our, you know, some of the some of the things that you might see in like Reanimator or something like that. You know, a lot or of Fright Night, rapey moments, and I'm not sure if he's quite ready for all that just yet. He's also, uh, you know, not um, not fully fully ingrained in American culture, I guess some would say, because he's he's from another country, so like. Don't want to just like totally scar the kid for life right away, uh, and and yeah, this is one that that makes the list. It's it's in there. He can watch this one. So he watched it with me today, right before we uh, recorded the podcast. So he's about what seven, eight? He's seven. He'll be eight in uh, September. So I mean, two months. Basically. So a seven-year-old was on his iPad during this entire movie. Yep. Um, <laughs> looking up just uh just. From time to time when things, you know, do get interesting, uh, which happens a couple times. Like three times in two hours. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> probably. I think the I think the last probably half hour is uh, pretty the interesting. The most fun. Yeah. The most fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but weirdly, I watched this movie a lot when I was a kid. And I only I hadn't really seen it since then. So I probably haven't seen this movie in let's say 15, 16 years. Uh and all I remembered was everything uh before Little Girl Comes Back. Okay, yeah. I think most people do because that's what I remember. Like, I mean, I did this yeah. wasn't my first rewatch of this movie in a while. I watched it earlier this year or last year. Uh-huh. But that was all I remembered too. I didn't remember anything. And Funnily enough, like the the most interesting and scary parts are after she comes back. Like the best yeah, parts of yeah. the movie is the part that I didn't remember, which is kind of weird. Well, you know what I think it is? I think it's you remember so much of the beginning of the movie because it drags on for so fucking long and you're paying attention, waiting for it to get good and never does. So you remember all that shit that just dragged on for ages. And then you probably fell asleep for the last 30 minutes. Honestly, you're probably right. I think the, <laughs> the Shining kind of does the same thing. I'm like, kind of in that boat yeah. of uh, not the same as Poltergeist. I like it a lot more than Poltergeist. I oh, yeah. That, like, I have so much nostalgia for it, and I like it so much. But then at the same time, like, when I sit down and watch it, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is kind of a boring movie. <laughs> yeah. When you already know, know what happens and whatnot, it's like, how okay, maybe this is a good movie the first time you watch it or something. Right. Maybe. Maybe if you can stay awake for this movie in specific. The Poltergeist, I think it only has its place because it does skate that line between being a very Spielbergy, almost E.T. like movie, but then just being scary enough that like people could get away with seeing it as maybe their first horror film. And I think that's why it has its place in kind of 80s horror movie history. Yeah, that's kind of why a lot of people think this movie is cursed, too. You know about all that, that is stuff, true. right? That is very true. And, you know, I mean, I think the biggest part is Zelda dying, like, 30 years later, you know? Yeah. That was a joke. That wasn't serious. Seems seems like a, a, weird, a weird thing to focus on. Zelda Rubenstein died of natural causes 30 years later. Movie is haunted. <laughs> That's the part I'm going with. But, no, in all seriousness, um, Heather O'Rourke, who is actually the little girl in the movie, uh, the main yeah. girl, Carol Ann, she actually died during the shooting of the third movie. Not actually, like, during the shooting, like, on set or anything, but she right. did die from um, congenital stenosis of the intestine. Yeah. Very not good. She was only 13, I believe, when it happened. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, I was thinking about the third movie. I don't remember the third movie at all. I've I never watched it. it. Um, I, I specifically remember the second more because, like, the... You know, the big famous line from Poltergeist is whenever she does the they're here and then that's pretty good. That's pretty good. And then uh, in the second movie, she says they're back. Oh, really? I never yeah. saw the second one either. I've only ever seen the first. <laughs> I have not delved deeper. One thing that uh, see, I don't think that these things go into haunted stuff whatsoever. Uh, also, you guys are just going to hear squeaking outside of my door this whole episode because I got... I got Pepper a new a new toy. It's a giant possum, and he is just having the time of his life. And I'm not going to take it away from him. No, it just continues the curse of the curse. poltergeist. Because you're this is this is already the second time you've had to do a poltergeist episode, and it's still getting fucked up. It's cursed. You're right. The first one I cursed myself. The second one, you know, I did it again actually because I bought you him the bought toy. the damn possum. I got the I got the fucking toy. I got the goddamn toy. I can't. I can't win here. 
I can't wait here. Uh, so this movie was actually direct 1982, 1982. Uh, it was kind of directed by Toby Hooper, but not Toby Hooper because uh. it was like Steven Spielberg and it va- feels very Spielberg-y, but with like a little bit of Hooper in it, like the steak crawling. Oh yeah, the steak was so good. And I, I think too, the, I don't, she had some crazy ass name, but the character of like the, the medium that comes in, like to to me, she felt really Hooper. Tangina? Is that how they say it? I wanted to ignore that for a while and then <laughs> call her Tangerine, but now here we are. Yeah, her name's Tangina. Tangina? <laughs> I feel like that character was super Hooper. Like Super Hooper. Super Hooper. Like, she was just so fucking weird. And, like, she made me think, like, she could be, like the weird aunt of the Texas Chainsaw family that, like, is, like, the black sheep that doesn't get invited to the party, you know? <laughs> you think she's, like, the sister of Leatherface's mom? Right, something like that, yeah. Really? Or maybe, or maybe, Or maybe even, like, a cousin that, like, is it maybe, it's, maybe it's, like, one step further distance, and then, like, she comes over, like, just every once in a while, and it's like, who the fuck is this bitch? Like, <laughs> I got more of Leatherface's therapist. Could be one of the same. I would I would say if they send her therapy, they probably want to keep it in the family because things could get dangerous, you know? Dude, do you have a problem with this movie being two hours? It's long. Yeah. It's uh it's it's a long movie. It's it's a sleepy movie for sure. Spent almost eleven million dollars on this. They made like a hundred twenty two million just about. Yeah, it's a smash, man. No, it's just a Spielberg. Yeah. Everyone just saw his name. They were like, oh, hey, Summer Blockbuster. Because this was right around the same time E.T. came out. Yeah. Which was, that was part of the problem of of him directing this, right? Directing because it, he was yeah. also directing E.T. And, like, yep. because of, like, the Director's Guild or whatever, like, he couldn't actually direct both movies at the same time, like, legally. Which also so produced to this movie instead, like. <laughs> Yeah, and there's like an there's like a a couple decent interviews with him out there where he's pretty much just like, yeah, no, I directed this. Fuck Toby Hooper, and then later he's like, no, no, not fuck Toby Hooper, just kind yep. of fuck Toby Hooper. <laughs> See, I think I think that that whole like back and forth that's happened over the years might be the most interesting thing about the about Poltergeist. <laughs> yeah, like I think it ha- just like the story is pretty wild and how like. At different times, different, like, publications, like, horror, like, magazines and stuff will, like, because they just did another one not that long ago for, like, the 30th anniversary or some shit where I think it was bloody disgusting. It might not have been. It might have been somebody else. But they went out and did, like, a bunch of interviews with all the cast and it was like, hey, so about the whole, like, did Spielberg secretly direct this movie thing? Like, what was it like? And, like. At different times, whenever these same actors have been asked that same question, they've had different answers. Yeah, they all go back and forth. They, yeah. like, I've read a bunch of those and watched a bunch of those. They all go back and forth. They're like, oh, yeah, well, he kind of did. And then, oh, wait, he wasn't here. Oh, wait, he was kind of here. <laughs> and then at times he wasn't there. It's like, what the fuck happened? And then sometimes they totally throw Hooper under the bus. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he was just high the whole time. <laughs> yeah, I think he was just, like, gone. He didn't care. Like, he was just around, like, and then kind of left and then, like, kind of succumbed to Spielberg. 
Yeah, but then like the most recent one that I found, they were all like, "Oh no, this is a Toby Hooper movie through and through." It's like, what the fuck? What Why year do y'all is that? keep changing? I can't remember. It was holy uh, shit. It was the most recent one. I want to say it was like 2017 or something like. And they were all on Hooper's side. And I was like, why Why does everyone keep changing their story with this? That makes it, like, more interesting. Like, what the fuck really happened? Because well, it seems like no one's ever being completely honest. Okay, have you ever seen the South Park episode where George Lucas and Steven Spielberg are fucking stormtroopers in their closet? That's what's happening. <laughs> that's definitely what's happening, and that's why it keeps flip-flopping. Trey Parker and Matt Stone were right. That's the only explanation, right? I don't yeah, have a better much. one. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that's what happened in the making of this movie, basically. All right, James. So let's get into this piece of fucking crap. Well, I will say before the other thing is they just did this on Joe Bob's drive last drive-in on Shutter. Oh no! Did he shit on it? Please tell me he shit on it. I mean, he kind of shits on it, but he does say <laughs> he does say just in general, like everyone's like, "Oh, this is secretly a Spielberg movie." He's like, he basically says, "Fuck that shit." Toby Hooper worked really hard on this movie, and if I you're think so too, gonna be a, a dick about it and say that he didn't, then fuck you. It's pretty much what he says. Okay, so you know what? Before we get into it, and I know people are probably pissed, but I don't give a shit. I do want to actually talk about that a little bit because I think Joe Bob's right in parts, but I also think like Spielberg definitely had a hand in it because there's a lot of parts of this movie that just scream Spielberg. Like it's shit that he's done before, and it's like the storyline and like just the characters and stuff. It kind of follows a Spielberg movie. But if you look further into it, Toby Hooper worked on this movie before Spielberg was ever even brought into the mix. Like, he was working right. on it for a while. And then, so the whole thing is pretty much like everyone thinks that, you know, Toby Hooper was doing it. And then Spielberg came in and just changed everything. So it became a Spielberg movie. But I still think there's a lot of Toby Hooper in this. And I think it's, if anything, I think they co-directed this movie. Yeah, I mean, maybe maybe that's the best way to put it. I did see one interview with uh, the special effects guy um, who said that he made the stake and showed it to Toby Hooper, and Toby Hooper's like, great, stake looks good. And then, like, Spielberg came along later and was like, no, Well, you let's have... change up this steak a little <laughs> you bit. And you got to completely that... change the steak. The steak sucks. You got to redo the steak. And so, like, his statement was just like, from that moment on, I made sure to clear things with Steven before I cleared them with Toby. <laughs> See, I read a, or I listened to another thing about Steven Spielberg talking. And he was like, at one point, Toby Hooper just didn't know how to make creative decisions. So I had to come and step in. And then Toby <laughs> Hooper was just like uh, a domesticated dog, just like sitting down and like, all right, all right, cool. Yeah. Yeah, the guy who made Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the domesticated dog, for sure. Yeah, you know what? I mean, like, Toby Hooper's made a lot of weird <laughs> shit, but dude, I I don't fucking care. I, I still think Toby... Toby Hooper knows what he's doing. He just has fun with shit. Like, he knows what he's doing, I think. I think least. that's what part of the problem was, was that once Spielberg did get involved... He's like, oh, if my name's attached to it at all, it has to be this type of movie. Yeah. And I'm sure Hooper at different times was like, no, nah, I'm going to make my whack-ass fucking horror movies that I yeah. like to make. And he's like, no, not if my name's on it. You can't do that. Like, Yeah, that probably is what it... Because, dude, Spielberg is a... I, I don't give a fuck. He's such an egotistical dickhead. 
oh, he's never going to listen to this podcast again. Look what you fucking did. I know. I lost Spielberg as a fucking audience member. I can't believe this. I lost Steven Spielberg. He's been listening to every fucking episode. Every episode up until now. And then now. you're just going to go dishonor him like that? Like, he's coming after you, bro. Yeah, George Lucas, too. I knew you fucked that stormtrooper. <laughs> I knew you I knew you did it, bud. Don't try to tell me you did it. We all saw the we all saw the jism on your cock. Oh, God, did not see George Lucas's cock. That's for sure. But I don't know about that, man. You did. You all I've I'll, I've been spreading <laughs> the video around moving forward. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and say that um, they co-directed this movie together and they both were I, th- I think that that has to be what happened or they were just both so pissed off at each other and just yelling at each other all the time that no one knew who directed the movie and everyone just has a different view on I who directed this i think it's something kind of like that but but maybe had, like, not even personal like... relationships with each like yes set member like some of them were like working with toby more and some of them were working with spielberg more so like each one yeah. of them is like he directed this no he directed this and i feel like they probably were never like openly like defiant or aggressive to each other and they just did it in like fucking back-ass sneaky ways of They're like just talking like just like work talking like oh dude that fucking dick fuck the other manager basically <laughs> yeah they're saying fuck the other manager i think that they said fuck the other manager the entire movie and yeah. that's why everyone's so fucking confused and they don't yeah. even know what happened it's the fucking openers and the closers man yeah exactly <laughs> that's all that's going on like it's everyone thinks this, that this story is really fucking deep but it's just a couple of like pissed off movie makers just throwing tantrums at each other yep just yep. two pretty well respected guys that are just yeah not having who, it with each who, other who, who knows that it'll make both of them look like like both of them know it'll make them look like a total dick and like yeah <laughs> like people will hate them if they openly say like yeah we just didn't work well together or like yeah i don't like that guy like they know that they'll be the bad guy if they ever admit it so well, they just never admit it okay but even though we're still not getting in the movie on that <laughs> point i think that spielberg is the bigger dick in this situation i agree he openly went behind his back multiple times like even after toby hooper was a because the director's guild was pissed off they were like no you have to have a director like who's the director right and, it, and toby hooper got named the director that's why you go on imdb and shit it says toby hooper right and the, steven spielberg did an interview like right after and he was just like yeah i know fuck toby hooper i directed it it's just he's a bitch <laughs> that's pretty, <laughs> like that's obviously not what he said but dude that is yeah. basically what he said and i'm gonna go ahead and say that nah, he dude, is the whiny guy. little child in this situation because toby hooper you don't he- hear any interviews of toby hooper going like yeah you know like what the what are you talking he just doesn't fucking care i don't no, think he's I, just I, like you I, know I what? think he does not care about this movie and he's talked about it a couple times a little bit but it's never anything compared to what spielberg says no i think he got a a decent sized paycheck for getting a director credit on this film and that's pretty much all he cared about at that point i mean yeah i don't see why he would care about anything else he's just like 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 we said he just i think he just has fun dude after texas well, it's Chainsaw probably One. it's probably the thing that he's done with the biggest budget i would say probably yeah i mean like dude the way i see toby hooper he he made a really good serious movie and then he was like fuck it i'm gonna do whatever i want now right and that's what he did like the rest of his career like dude look at just texas chainsaw 2 the only other toby oh, hooper fuck like yeah, you know official like right after it is the most ridiculous thing ever and i fucking love every bit of it like he knew he was going for people like me like he was looking for me with that <laughs> movie yeah dude i'm just scanning some of the some of his most well-known stuff and like 
yeah, the the ten million dollars of Poltergeist is the biggest budget he ever worked with. So I think that this was just yeah, him like, fuck it, I get to work on a big name Hollywood movie with a big name Hollywood budget and like do whatever the fuck I want. Who cares? Like, you know what I don't know though was the budget that big when it was just Toby Hooper attached, or did it get bigger when Spielberg came around? That's true. I don't know. It probably got bigger. I'm assuming that when Spielberg came yeah. around, he was like, no, I need money for this and this and that. Yeah, dude. Uh, Hooper even directed a movie in 2013 uh, called Gin. And it it the budget for that was only half of the budget for Poltergeist. I'm surprised it was, it was even that much. It was only 2013. It was $5 million. It was like, the fuck, dude? Like, and it's about a gin bar, right? Well, you know, gin with a with a D, like a, like G, what we would call a genie. Midori Sours. It's like a ghost ghost thing. You can't make inside jokes about I'll suck your blood. We're not doing the same show. Caleb. A Midori Sour. We're not doing the same show. You should know. So this. Poltergeist starts out with some weird little girl heading downstairs to party with some fucking strobe lights, some sick ass strobe lights, dude. And, and I then know that like. <laughs> You got you got an issue already? We're one line in. She died really young, and like I'm not supposed to be able to say anything bad about her. She's the worst part of the movie. She's terrible. Wait, what? Wait, She's okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, we're gonna have to stop this movie that we're not talking about <laughs> one more time because hold up. I thought she was the best part of this movie. I thought she was amazing. <sighs> I think that this movie sucks, and she's the only good part of it. No, she's not. And it's not she's because so, she's dead, guys. It's not she's because so she's so annoying. She's just obnoxious what? and annoying. And I she's literally like six, though. I thought she was a great six year old. Like, no, she was a... it sounds like fucking someone's her mom standing next to her right off camera and feeding her every single word. She no, says. I think That's this was an I 80s like. little girl just like being a little girl in the 80s. Just like she had a little bit of sass, a little bit of she was a smart little oh. Dude, what kind of... Do you think ghosts are just going to be attracted to a dumb little idiot six-year-old? No, they're going to be attracted to the cool ones. They're going to be like, hey, this one's going to portray the terrifying ghost stuff we have going on better. Well, the very first moment of the goddamn movie when she goes to talk to the TV, like, it literally sounds like her mom is off camera going, how old are you? Five. Did you get ice cream today? No. No. <laughs> And just, like, asking her random fucking ass questions to get her to respond. I don't buy that. Yeah, she's just fucking deer in the headlights staring no, at the TV. I think she's a really good child actress, actually. I mean, I can only speak for this movie, but I think in this movie, she did really fucking good. I thought... All right. I thought she did good. All right. Wow, I didn't think you are going to be the one going off <laughs> this early. I thought it was going to be me. All right. So she gets easily distracted, you know, talking to this person on the TV, kind of what Jane was making fun of right now. And the whole family decides to watch. And this is where I have a problem. Eh, record scratch. Hold on. This is my issue. Why are you, you all got to program what? that shit into your, your soundboard. I want a record scratch sound effect. I have that. I just don't use it. I got. I, I thought it sounded a little tacky, so now I do it with my voice. I go, eh. So, you know, I... Yeah, it sounds better. It sounds f fluid. Um, so, yeah, why is the whole family just watching this happen? Like, the dad's just in there. He's, like, shrugging his shoulders. He's like, oh, I don't know. She's just talking to people on the TV. What's happening? Because he's the guy from Coach. What do you expect him to do? So then some idiot gets crashed into by a toy car while he's on a bike. And, dude, he crashes. He drops, like, he's holding, like, 
what, like, 13 six-packs on this bike? Yeah. And then he drops all of them, and then, like, one of them explodes and beer shattering everywhere. There's, like, thir- there's like at least, like, 11 left, probably, that are fine and intact, and he chooses to run inside of the house holding the beer <laughs> that's spraying I need, I need to ask, though. I need to ask. Have have you ever? Never have I ever, but actually I have. Have you ever rode a bike home from the liquor store? Like with carry- thirteen six packs? Maybe not exactly as many as he has, but at least carrying with a, a few, six yeah. Pack or two. Yes, yes. So have I. But also, if I crashed, I would grab the ones that were intact, not the ones that were exploding and actively oh, no, spraying. No, no, bro, you gotta grab those and just shotgun them real quick. But he doesn't. He just runs inside to a house. They already that, got a hole the, in him. No, he runs away to a house that, by the way, isn't even his. And he just lets beer spray everywhere, like all over their electronics, all Do over you know that the kitchen that the wife just. Yes, I know it's not his because it's the fucking dad's house. <laughs> it's the dad's house. The neighbor's uh, fucking there. He's talking to the neighbor the whole fucking movie. Yes, I know it's not that guy's house. The bald guy isn't in the movie, except for right after he spills beer everywhere. All right. Of course that's not his house, James. I'm, I don't know. I mean, they're and, really good neighbors. No, and he did all of this just so he wouldn't miss this fucking football game, which he's going to miss anyway because somehow the fucking neighbor is changing the TV the channel. Same, they have the same remote and TV. They're on the same channel. Oh, my God. They have the same remote and TV, and their house, they're in different houses, and somehow this fucking remote <laughs> in 1982, probably 1981 at the time of recording, is going through to this other fucking house See, and that's, changing the channel. That sounds like just Spielberg bullshit. Like That's just bullshit. There's no fucking way. Like I know that there were way less. Uh, what were that? What was that called? RFID. I don't even think that's right. Sure, um, go for it, James. In, in, infrared. <laughs> I think it is. That's that, better. People that will know what you're talking ones, about. That the old ones use. I I know that there were very there were a lot fewer channels then, and like because that was a trope even in like the fucking Simpsons where like Bart would like take his remote control and like go over to like a neighbor's house and like change their channel through the window or but something. But through like the that. window, that's the thing. Right, you do it through exactly. the window, not through not through two fucking house walls in between a house, <laughs> between a gap in between houses. There's a fence and everything. Are you fucking kidding me? They're like you, leaning you over. You at the least fence. need line of sight. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. And they're just so casual about and dude, they end up having a fucking fight with each other. A big like, old fight. Dude, and it ends with, like, the dad, like, creeping into the house, and you just see a shot of his hand just, like, click, 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 click. What is this doing for either of you? And that's that's when I was like, okay, you guys should just, like, press these channels together and just keep changing so you both see as much of the other channel at the same time, because you're obviously not coming to a fucking agreement or just moving your TV. Just put the goddamn remote down and push the button on the fucking TV set. Literally, turn one TV off, change the fucking channel, turn the other TV on on the channel it was on it is that simple so goddamn simple like these are the and, densest and, people i've ever fucking met and it's not like it's not like they they're like giant tvs so they have to sit really far away so you no you, you can't they're right next to the goddamn just push the i can see the, the well, buttons on the tv there are 10 people on a couch sitting directly in front of this like one foot away from the tv they know reach your, what's happening. reach your arm out bro <laughs> yeah 
Are you fuck? One of you just put the remote away. Let him change it. <laughs> Let him have the remote because you only can go up and down anyway. What's the point of a remote at that point? And it's the fucking 80s, so you know that it's not like they have a separate remote for their cable box or some shit. Like, this yes. is only changing the channel on the TV. Just push the goddamn button. Like, it just makes me so fucking mad. It, it, then, it was infuriating. Oh, fuck. It was infuriating. The the family bird dies, so the mother's like, all right, I'm going to flush this entire dead bird down the toilet. You're going to ruin your plumbing and your daughter's broken dreams. You're ruining all of it. Like, Nah, dude, not in their, not in their brand new fucking fancy house. Like... They got this. Well, they got the they they don't even have the new fancy house. They have That's like the true. type one. That's true. They're they're still in phase one. They're in the prototype stage. What are you talking? They have the shittiest house of all the matching houses. <laughs> Dude, the and people... you want to fuck with the plumbing there? <laughs> Those new people come in and they're like, "Oh, you mean the part of the neighborhood with that lived-in look? What the fuck? Oh my god! Like <laughs> the house could be at most like." five or six years old like what the fuck is wrong with people the lived in look <laughs> that's totally like a shitty pot town dude i fucking work in real estate for my job and like that that there's nothing wrong with that neighborhood there's fucking bullshit it's lived in idiot <laughs> oh because someone lives there <laughs> fucking wonder like not everything has to be a deep dive james <laughs> All right, some things just are the way they are, I guess. So yeah, the the daughter, uh, uh, Carol Ann, yeah, Carol Ann, Carol Ann, she sees her mother about to flush this entire bird because she doesn't even close the door or anything either. She doesn't even try to hide it; like she does it with the door open. She just walks in, then she's like, "All right, well, huh, let's let's bury this." Then she gives it some licorice and then a rose because she's like, "It smells in there." And see, this is why I think you're, you're wrong about her being a bad child actress. I thought she was so adorable and like actually sad about her bird there. She was like doing what a kid would do, like, "Here you go, here's some licorice." She put a flower in there. <laughs> I thought that was pretty great. I, I think she did good. But then uh, they they bury that bird, and then the the the, the other daughter's coming out. And she's like, and oh, you know what? We we started yelling about other stuff, and we didn't even talk about this part. The other yep. daughter in this movie, who plays the older daughter, that's uh, Dominique Dunn. She was, I don't know, Dude. You, you know about that, right? Uh, uh, maybe not. Well, she, in real life, this movie came out, uh, I believe, in June of 1982. Uh-huh. She was murdered by her boyfriend in October oh, of 1982. Shit. She was strangled by her boyfriend. I did hear about that. Yeah, so that was, we started getting into the curse thing, and then we just started yelling at each other, but that was a part of the curse thing, too. We kind of went off yeah. of that. And, uh, yeah, I don't I don't think any of that stuff is curse-related. The other curse thing, so there is one other curse thing. It was that um, the kid that played Robbie got choked out by the clown in this movie, but, like, right. for real. And uh, I think Spielberg intervened because he saw what was going on. He was like, oh, he's dying. Oh, God. Maybe uh help. I wonder. I wonder if that's the take they kept. Uh, <laughs> I'm kind of wondering that too. Knowing they probably did. Yep, I bet they that's did. The, that has to be the best take. Yep. I I wanted to to say that this this little neighborhood is called Cuesta Verde, which I thought sounded like just a really fucking weird name for a neighborhood. So I I felt the need to translate it because I don't know Spanish, and obviously I know Verde means green, but Cuesta means Cuesta means slope. So mm. it's called Green Slope. Green Slope. That actually, <laughs> it, that sounds like that would be the name, but they wanted it to be fancy. They were like, yeah. well, they were like this, is, this is Green Slope Cuesta Verde. <laughs> Let's give it a Latin 
flair. Give it a little something. That's fucking ridiculous. I, I am glad you brought that up because that pisses me <laughs> off. So uh, they bury this bird, and then Homegirl gets over it pretty fast. She gets a goldfish instead of her dead ass bird. And That's then, right. uh, dude, the parents, they start rolling up some big old blazers, some big old doinkers, some big old, some, some sploofs. Some spleefs, some uh, some devil's lettuce, some uh, some some wacky tobacco, some uh, some herby werby, some what what are we calling it? Oh man, it just keeps going. I I I I still live in a in a state that's not legalized. So you tell me, like, is that a thing? I don't know what that's like. Yeah, they're rolling up. They're rolling up these doinks and these big doinks out in Amish. And uh, they're spilling weed all over the fucking bed, even though he has magazines all around him. Like, he has these magazines right next to him that he could have been rolling these joints up on. And he's just like, right. there's there's crushed up weed all over his comforter. All o- and you know he's not cleaning that. His wife is. No, and that's just that's that was just Toby Hooper's weed that they had out. Is it? Oh, yeah. He also threw the be. box at his wife. He was like, here, you finish rolling. I'm bored. I'm bored with this. But yeah, uh, this is when we meet the clown guy. He starts staring at Robbie. There's nothing happening aside from lightning. So obviously that's pretty terrifying in terms it's of lightning. It's always bad. It's always bad. Thunder lightning. So then yep. uh, some dramatic music zoom ins on the clown for added suspense. But there's nothing happening with this clown. Like, we have no reason to be scared of it. It's just in there and they're like, dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun. Dun, 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 I do like the dun 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 alone. I'm always a fan of that in <laughs> movies, but it was not needed at in this very moment. I remember the clown being so much scarier because you thought he was doing something. You're like, oh shit, that clown, and then you see it. You're like, oh, he's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah, it's just, he just exists. He's just there. And what? Who's Whose creative parenting decision was it to put this clown directly in front of this kid that's sleeping? Was it me? Because that's something I would do, and that's the reason I don't have kids. Well, like, it's in a chair that's just sat in the middle of the room. Like, it's not, like, against the wall, because, like, he shares a room with a sister. But it's specifically in front of his bed. Yes, it's it's in between their two beds, but it faces him. Like, in their mind, are they like... Oh, he really likes looking at this while he sleeps. Like, there's no way it's just there all the no. time. Like, you have to walk around it if you get out of bed. Like, newsflash, parents, kids don't like sleeping in front of clowns. Even I know that. <laughs> they just don't like that. It's not good for them. No, it's not. It's not good, especially spider clowns. Oh, yeah, or trees, because this tree <laughs> is fucking pissed, dude. This tree wants to beat this kid's ass. <laughs> And the mother's being a fucking weirdo because she's getting super wet at the sounds of her husband making Donald Duck noises. Pissed me the fuck off, dude. He's going like, I've never, I've never. How do you how do you make a Donald Duck? Can you make a Donald Duck noise? No. Do I people cannot. that can do that or something else? You're going. Yeah. Something like that. I can I can uh, do kung pao. <laughs> but I've never seen someone. Get so fucking ate up by a tree since fucking Evil Dead. Like, well, that was rape. <laughs> I, I yeah, I wasn't gonna say it. But that was that was tree rape. This almost is. It's like inverse tree rape. Like this was tree pedophilia. If you want to go down that route, it's like like pulling him into itself. It's yeah. 
It's very. He's very he's alarming. kind of he's kind of the dick in this situation. Yeah, I don't like what's going on in this movie. Like, really, it's like a it's tree just, edge. It's pretty fucked up. Was that right now, or was that a little later? I think that was about right. Well, there's a lot of star spangled bannered before there. Before yeah, yeah, before yeah, yeah. that. That's something that really fucking annoys me because you hear the st- and one of my fans tried to say like, oh, you know, I used to hear the Star Spangled Banner all the time on my TV when it was later. I don't want to hear it. I don't care if you it's, heard it. That I don't want to hear it. It is it is a point of the movie because what would happen is cable channels. That's the last thing that they would play before they stopped the broadcast for the night. So like after all of their programming had finished, it would play the Star Spangled Banner. And then it would just be static for the rest of the night. Like, this is before, like, 24-hour cable existed. So, like, you could turn your TV on at that time, and it's just static. No channels would show anything. And that's why, I guess, these entities were able to communicate now, because there was nothing else interfering with them. Well, that's math. I think that, essentially, whoever wrote the initial idea for that in the screenplay probably had a lot of memories as a kid of like falling asleep with the TV on and then waking up at like 3 a.m. and being like freaked out by just seeing the snow on TV. And then they were like, Oh, what if it was ghosts? And then like that kind of spawned the entire franchise. They're here. (laughs) So let's go back a little bit because before he gets completely eight. We do see like kind of some uh, some build up to the supernatural stuff, you know, like because there's a yeah. breakfast scene, and That's she's true. like, "Why'd you wake up? Why'd you say they're here last night?" She's just like, "Oh, you know, TV people." And then Robbie's cup bl- fucking breaks in his hand, yeah. and that was the cleanest break in the world, like perfect, just little it's... triangles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it's a it's a breakaway cup, is what it is. You're trying to tell me that, that you couldn't have done better than that. <laughs> honestly it's probably one that they can like it's so clean that they can like put the pieces back together so they can use it again like it's probably well, that yeah kind of but that's up. annoying at least make the brakes look a little jagged i bet still, I, 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 I bet know. all of the uh all of the shards are like attached by a string and there's just like a little lever that you push and it just snaps them all back together no i think that's more than what happened i think it's just two pieces might be I think it's just two full pieces because I didn't yeah. see glass shatter. And the That's mom true. didn't see glass shatter either because there's broken glass everywhere and she's just letting him sit there <laughs> and like fucking play with his cereal and stuff. Like, have you ever broke glass before in your life? It, it's not, it doesn't just break in half. No, it's not just, th- there's pieces everywhere that are uh-huh. going to hurt you. Yeah. It makes no fucking sense. Yes, you, you gotta sweep that shit up immediately. Dude, and then the mom walks away, and all his utensils are bent to fucking shit. <laughs> They're so bent. They're comically bent. Like, it's not like a spoon bender, like, bending it straight back. It's, like, fucking mangled, like a, yeah, got in a car accident. You're telling me the mom got that back to wash it and was just like, oh, yeah, my son probably did this. This is normal. What are you fucking talking about? There's no way. There's but no the fucking mom, way. The mom jumps to Supernatural very quickly. Who's the TV people? Well, she does. Like, she does, but she's also kind of skeptical. But then, yeah, she's she all fucking ready for it. She's all Dude, fucking ready for it. Well, what about when Carol Ann's looking at the static and then she changes the fucking uh, the TV's channel to like so a like war some, movie? Yeah, it's like a war movie. She literally she's like goes, she's like, oh, don't do that, honey. It's it's going to rot your brain or some shit. And then she turns on this war movie and it's blaring in her face. Yeah. 
Like yeah. that's better than staring at TV static. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So another big thing going on, too, is that they're getting this pool built, and they have the most disgusting uh, workers there in the world who totally hit on their, like, 15-year-old daughter. And the 15-year-old daughter, like, flips them off, and she's—the mom sees all of this happen, and she's just like, oh, good for you, daughter. She just fucking laughs. Yeah, she just laughs. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, I would be out there, like, fucking screaming my head off at these fucking— pedophiles it makes and the no sense just like oh ha, 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 ha. what the fuck kids and 40 year olds will be 40 year olds and kids oh my lord <laughs> it makes no fucking sense and then one of them goes even further because he starts drinking her coffee through the window like literally yep. invading her home after this drinking yep. her coffee and she's like oh you you're just drinking out of my cup i don't know you that's fine good god she, she calls him by some fucking dumb name but you know that's that's all fine, right? It's fine. It's all good. We'll and call him uh, chuckles. you know, we do get to uh, Craig T. Steve and his wife go over to the neighbor to see if they've had any uh, paranormal mosquitoes attacking them. This is weird. I, I, I don't really understand how this all works. I think they were just stoned. Oh shit! That makes so much more sense. I mean, what else, right? They were they had to be because they, they didn't go full send yet. I think they just walked over to this house. They smoked a bunch of weed and they came over and they're like, "Oh, so uh, 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 because uh, they yeah. just stuttered for like three minutes." That's that is what happened. I didn't I didn't pick up on that. I like because he comes home, she shows her like something paranormal may be happening. Like I think they it was have the kitchen thing, the sliding. Yeah, they have yeah, like yeah, the yeah. sliding thing, and he sees it. And then it just cuts to them going next door and being like, I thought that they were like, I thought it was trying to communicate that they were like freaked out. And they're like, hey, like, have you noticed anything weird going on? But like, but they're they just acting so they fucking don't weird. do that. They don't do that. They just walk over there and just fucking giggle the whole time and scratch their necks and just like fucking look around and like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're just stoned. Yeah, they're stoned. You got it. Yeah, because at first I thought that was happening too, and then I was like, "No, you guys just stoned off your fucking ass." Yep, this is this is a, a very this is a, a callback to them rolling the joints. He came home, he saw that, and instead of wanting to like do anything about it, they just smoked weed. They just smoked weed about it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, now let's get back to where we were. So it's nighttime. He's fair. He's fucking uh, Robbie. He's scared of the storm outside, oh, and yeah. the tree comes in to just fucking do weird shit. And also, out of, when- out of all things that my seven year old made comments about with the movie, uh-huh. back when it first shows the tree outside. And it's like looks weird and creepy because it looks like it has faces on it. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, that tree's scary." That's the only time he said anything was scary in the whole movie. (laughs) So, just goes to show you, seven-year-olds think the tree and poltergeist is scary and nothing else, (laughs) just the tree. So, yeah, and also when this tree starts taking Robbie, they go to save Robbie, but then they leave their even younger child in the room there. They're just like, why wouldn't you just take her out? Like, hey, maybe this is a room that you shouldn't be in because trees are stealing people. 
Right. Well, and then at least once they get outside and see the goddamn funnel cloud, like fucking mom should have ran back inside to get the daughter. Like, hey, there's a fucking tornado. Let's get in the basement or something. Like, you know who does notice the tornado? The uh, the older, older daughter. daughter. She runs outside and she's like, oh, my God. Whoa, dude, a tornado. It must have just missed us. Half of your house is missing. And, and <laughs> you're you're. you're your your sister's missing too. The demon tree got ripped out of the ground. Yeah, I don't think that missed. I think you got hit. <laughs> you got hit. You done got hit. She's just she's just worried about her room getting hit. She's like, my room didn't get hit, so it missed us. I, I had my Walkman headphones on and everything was fine. <laughs> but yeah, and then they finally decide to run back in. Uh, they pull off some blanket and whatnot, and then you know she's just Carol Ann's gone. But they she, find her inside gone. the TV, right? They hear her. They hear her. And they hire demon people. Yeah. Like, hey, demon people, what's going on? And they're like, oh, yeah, dude, we got this. No issue. And then they open up Carol Ann's uh, room because they say they don't go in the room anymore. Yeah. It's a thunderfuck of just ghost (laughs) activity, like shit just flying everywhere. This is where all the CGI budget in the movie went toward. This is these are the moments that I were most memorable to me. These are the things I remembered from the movie as a kid. I don't hate it. Yeah. But, like, in a two-hour movie, you get, like, less than a handful of that. Right. So they end up at dinner. This chick is like, yeah, well, I don't know if the house is haunted. And then stuff just literally starts moving in front of her. She's like, (laughs) "Uh, maybe a poltergeist? Might leave soon, though. I don't know. Maybe an hour, maybe a day, maybe a week, maybe never. Uh, But, you know, it'll leave at some point. And then they talk to Caroline over the TV, and then we get the very first, don't go into the light, (laughs) which is honestly my most hated line in movie history. Yeah. I just covered a movie last week that had my most favorite line in movie history, which is, uh, that's just lettuce on the fuck you sandwich. And this is my my least favorite line in movie history. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say... I'd say uh, I'd I'd agree with that. It's pretty bad. Caroline, it's it's just because even at this point, even at this point in time, like head towards the light, like was already a trope of like, already a dumb trope. Accepting death and like moving over to the other side, and so then whenever she's like, "I see a light," they're like, "Don't go to the light, fuck, Carolina, don't Shit. do it. Shit, <laughs> whatever expect- you do, don't go to the light. Don't die." They expect a six-year-old to understand. Right. So then the house demon starts, uh, you know, chucking out dusty watches and other pieces of dusty-ass jewelry at them. He's just like, yeah. here, go sell this. Get some money for the daughter we <laughs> took or something. And then, like, also, they they don't... That's literally what it is because they don't know where this jewelry came from. Nope. They're, she, they're like, hey, is this just, yours? No. Yeah, she just takes it and she's like, this is from, like, a few years ago and this is from, like, a, a long years ago and I'm... I'm going to take these back to the lab. And that's the last we hear about it. It made me so fucking mad. Like, why did I need to see that? <laughs> Mommy, is it you? You bastard! She's just a baby! <laughs> why are you yelling at ghosts? I, I don't know. I get Carol Ann talking to Mommy. Stop yelling at ghosts. Do you, though? Mommy, is it you? Does it look like me, bitch? Like... <laughs> Do I look? I don't think she's talking to the ghost demons themselves. I think she just hears her and she's like, yeah. radio frequencies, you know? That's how ghosts work. Sure. So then a demon starts growling. They can't hear Carol Ann anymore. And the lady's like, 
Where was she when she was playing? And then that's another big issue, because did, did she think that Caroline was playing? Did they not explain this story to her? Because like, right. she I wasn't think playing. They, they she was understood sleeping. that she, got, she was asleep and she got sucked into the closet. Like, Yeah, I don't think they explained that to her, because they're like, yeah, nope. when she was playing, what room was she in? What do you mean playing? She was just fucking goofing off and then disappeared? Like, no, that's not what happened. I don't think they explained this to them at yeah. all. Like, yeah. anything. It's fucking weird. And they're like, all right, well, let's go to her room. And then one of the dude comes downstairs, and he's like, yeah, so I tried to go into the room, and something bit me. And he says it just like that. Like, he's not, like, <laughs> he's not hyperventilating. He's not worried. He's not scared. He's just like, yeah, so I went in there. Uh, something bit me. It was kind of weird. And then you look at his arm, and it's just like, I will say it's a big bite mark, but it's the dumbest fucking bite mark I've ever seen in my life. Like, it does not look good in the slightest. Yeah. I think they just bought a fake bite mark from the dollar store and just pasted it on him. Yeah, just slapped it right on. Rub it in a little <laughs> bit. There you go. Let's go shoot a fucking $10 million movie. Yep. You fucking kidding me, dude? Who is the fucking well, makeup artist? Well, because they'd already, they probably, at this point, they probably already shot all of the really good stuff at the end, and they had already spent all the money. They were like, hey, let's let this guy get bit. It'll be spooky. <laughs> and they used the word spooky, which fucking pissed me off. <laughs> That's my guess. So now one hour mark is when everyone starts fucking whispering the whole fucking movie. Like they're just whispering for the next fucking 30 minutes. This movie is already hard to hear. And they're like, you know what we could do? ASMR. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I don't I don't think I noticed that it was quiet. No, I hated it. So they start explaining <laughs> things, you know, outer space. Inner space. Inner space. They're fighting the house because, you know, they don't, the ghosts don't like the interdimensional part of inner space and outer space. Yeah. Dude, that explanation is as fucking stupid as I am. Yeah, Are you fucking kidding me? Who? Who? Who is this? Did you hire a scientist? Science, motherfucker. Oh my god. I hate this fucking movie. Science, ghosts, demon people. Dude, I hate this fucking movie. They know science. And you know what? These ghost hunters hate this movie too, because one of them is just getting drunk to fight ghosts. She's like, oh, I got this flask and I'm just going to get fucking hammered. It's like. That's true. It was just. It was like Black Christmas all over again. I will say, at this point in the movie, did I realize. Oh, this movie is what allowed paranormal activity to be a thing. And even furthermore, the Insidious series, all the Insidious series is, is just fucking with the exact same idea of this movie. All the things I hate in this world came from the thing that I hate in this world. (laughs) That's what we're getting at? Yeah. Oh my god. Do you hate Insidious and paranormal activity? Insidious is all right, I guess. I don't I don't completely I don't hate it. I don't hate it. That's too strong. <laughs> paranormal activity, yes, I hate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. You don't like paranormal activity either, do you? Oh no. Par- the first paranormal activity was the first movie I ever walked out of. Oh, we did talk about that before, actually. <laughs> um mine was Avatar, but that's oh, another God. story. Um no, see I stayed for paranormal activity because do you remember when paranormal activity was coming out? And everyone was going on about that thing because uh, some chick, like, passed out in the theater. Like, she, like, yep. got so scared that she passed out. And everyone was like, holy shit. That's pretty—I'm pretty sure that story 
is why that franchise was as successful as it was because yep. everyone was like holy shit this chick passed out blah blah and i remember i went to see it and i was fucking shaking in my boots because i was younger when i saw it. this was what right. 2007 i want to say eight something uh, like that eight, eight or nine yeah okay yeah um 2007 to 2009 i always get mixed up those are all the same years to me um <laughs> and I remember I was watching it, and I was, like, scared of my fucking boots. I was like, this is going to terrify me. And then nothing happened. Like, the mo- I stayed till the end because I was waiting for that part. I was like, okay, why did this chick pass out? And I ended it, and I was like, dude, this movie fucking sucked, and I'm, like, 12. Uh, I, I, I ended up staying for the whole thing. I walked out, and I said, hey, I've only been in there for, like, 20 minutes. This movie's terrible. Can I get, like, a refund or, like, a voucher for something else or something? They're like, oh, no, no refunds on Paranormal Activity. And I was like, oh. Wait, specifically on Paranormal Activity? Yeah, because I'd been to that theater before, and, like, I'd known other friends who, like, had had to leave, like, before the halfway mark of a movie, and they'd give them, like, a voucher or a discount or something. And there's yeah. like, oh, nothing for Paranormal. It's like, oh, because you guys know it's bullshit. Because you know this movie sucks and you know people are going to leave. It's a fucking rope-a-dope is what it is. And you know what? People still defend that movie and that series to this day. Like, hard as fuck. They're like, no, that's the best. I know. That's Ghost Central. Nope. It's a fucking rope-a-dope. And so then I had to go back in there and sit through the rest of it because they wouldn't give me my money back. And the best part of the movie for me was as soon as it got done and it did, like, the thing of, like, up until this day, no one knows where she is. You know, the stupid fucking, yeah. like, chain letter ghost story bullshit. The guy sitting directly behind me just goes, You mean that bitch still on the streets? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, it was worth staying. Like, that was awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, my my thing about Paranormal Activity is, as far as ghost movies go, that's at the bottom. But it's you know what? As as a person who does not like found footage, I'll put that at the top of found footage movies. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Dude, I would rather watch that before, like, most other found footage movies. Shut the fuck up. Uh, I'm so, not saying I'm going to have a great time and I'm going to be like, oh, this is the best movie ever. I love found footage, but I'm going to be like, all right. No, no, nope, shut up. We're here to talk about Poltergeist. This goes into <laughs> it. I'm going to go ahead and say that for once, this is on topic. All right. This has to do with it, but I'm done talking about it because I don't fucking care. So some useless conversation passes, just like this whole fucking podcast. And then a steak starts uh, willingly walking on the counter. It's just like great stro- strolling great along. I did like that. That's my favorite part of the movie, I might yeah. add. It's so good. If this movie was just ghost steak, <laughs> I would, dude, I'd love it. Well, you fucking love movies like that. You Mutated love ghost steak? I you love, love it. Thanks killing and, and poultry guys like that. You love that shit. Oh, dude. Walking, walking, uh, poultry. <laughs> it's, it's not poultry. It's like cow, but walking cow tree. Right. I don't even, I don't even eat meat, but I live for that on the screen. Walking beef. Yeah, dude. I would watch walking beef all day. <laughs> is, that, is that a, is that a, is that like a porn version of the walking? It sounds dead? like it's it. like a, a close up on a really, <laughs> on, a, on an RB style <laughs> vagina. Oh God! <laughs> so we got Mister Science Man. He's looking at uh, you know, this uh, this steak that's walking because he was gonna make this steak, but he decides to eat a chicken wing while he's making the steak. You know, he's just raiding the fridge of this family, and right. then he's like, "Hey, well, you know, there's a magnet in this steak. Maybe why is the steak moving?" But then the steak starts morphing. 
like a kind of a a hand kind of comes out of the stake. I don't know what happened. I think it's they weird. Just, it it was. I liked it. So I liked all this, it. All of a sudden, his, he goes into the fucking bathroom. He looks in the mirror. His face has a cut on it, and it yeah. cuts away for a second, and then it goes back to this insane dummy of his face. Like, looks it's awesome. Nothing though. like this it's man. Awesome. Oh, I loved it. I thought this was really cool. I think your son liked this part too. Yeah, right? he liked it. Yeah, he liked it a lot. I didn't hate this part. This was fine. Like it was. It was okay. There's sometimes where you put a dummy up and you're like, okay, that that's obviously a dummy, but it looks like this person. This yeah. looked nothing like him in the slightest, <laughs> but I loved it. It was fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah. yeah, Jonah was genuinely freaked out, and then obviously he kind of just he like basically rips his entire face off, and he's like a bloody skull person, and then it just like snaps, and it's like, oh, it was, it was all a dream. <laughs> uh, Jonah being James' son. So yeah, yeah. It, it was a cool image, really chunky, gave me some Hellraiser kind of vibes a little bit, you know, like those really sure. chunky fucking prosthetic flesh things. I liked yeah. it. But then that's over. It was just a, it was, like he said, it was like just, a hallucination. It was or just some a shit. word up magazine. Yep. And mom tries to go in Caroline's old room and he gets screamed at by a demon or she yeah. gets screamed at by a fucking demon. It's just like she just like cracks the door and it's like Wah! and she's like, all right, I'm moving on. It's like we are from this scene. And the dad tries to talk to his boss or something, and he's like, oh, yeah, so we're going to put some more houses over here, phase 11, and uh, we're going to move this cemetery over to make room for houses. And he's like, can you do that? And he's like, oh, of course I could do that. I've done it before. And he's like, where? And he's like, right over there. He's like, I think that's about where my house is. Oh, yeah, well, you know, cemeteries get moved sometimes, and then you go to a different cemetery, and then you see your loved ones, and there you go, new cemetery, boom, houses. It's just bodies. Phase 12. Phase 12 is that there's bodies under your house. And that's the plot of the movie? <laughs> that's the plot of the movie. That, that's literally the plot of the movie. It, it's this It's this pointless fucking scene just to be like, hey, there used to be a graveyard down there. Explanation. It could have been. It could have. It could have been. A million, it could have been in a million other ways. We didn't need this scene. Didn't need to happen. So, James, this is when we're getting to the pivotal part of the movie. And, okay, longtime Horror Soup fans are going to know about this. But I don't think you even know about this. I think this, is, this was way before you came around. Hubba hubba. Episodes, episodes aren't even available anymore. But we talked about Poltergeist a little bit way back in the day. Like a month or two after we started the podcast. We had our friend Mackenzie on. And uh, Bree and Mackenzie had this whole big ordeal about yeah the the little person debacle. They Bree seemed to think that there was not a little person in this uh, in this movie. Mackenzie was like, "No, there have is." Have heard that clip? I don't know. If you've, you've heard like that clip. It was posted, uh, reposted it for something, but I've heard that clip. Okay, so maybe pretty much what happened is that the word midget was used a lot, and I had to use a lot of bleeps. I bleeped it was the beginning of the podcast career, and I was like, "Oh, guys, oh, this is getting real. This is getting real, real scary out here. I don't know if we could say that. This is getting real non-PC. I'm gonna have to bleep this a lot, and <laughs> the FCC won't be happy with that. And yeah, there's about 15 bleeps in about uh, like one minute span. I'm sure." It was just this really heated <laughs> argument where they're like, no, no, there was, it wasn't, wasn't the yes, maybe. And eventually Brie, Brie, uh, she succumbed to her shame. She admitted that there was a midget. 
<laughs> that's when we moved on. And uh, that's the first time we ever talked about Poltergeist. And I was just sitting in the corner like, yeah, I haven't seen this movie since I was like five, so I have nothing right, to say. Right, exactly. <laughs> so now we're introduced to the famous person that Bree didn't think existed. The only Toby Hooper character in the Steven Spielberg movie. Zelda Rubenstein. <laughs> outside of the steak. Oh my god. Yeah, outside of the steak. So, why? <laughs> she pulls up and immediately she's like, why is this room locked? No, like, it's the heart of the house. This heart has many houses. House has Other- many hearts. Yep, otherwise. House heart, many, many house. <laughs> And it's just kind of whispering in a weird nasally tone for the rest of this movie. Um, oh, but then also still, like, way too high-pitched than even her appearance would make you think her voice is going to be. I think she overacted it. I don't think that's her voice. I think, I think she did, too. I agree. Toby Hooper was like, do it. I expected her to have a voice, you know, but then she talks and she's a fucking cartoon character. Yeah, 100%. And that's why I think that she's the only Toby Hooper character. Because he was just like, nah, really ham it up. This is going to be great. Like, it's going to be hilarious. And Steven Spielberg's just sitting in the corner fucking pissed. He's like, dude, you're fucking, you're making me so angry. This is going to be a good movie. Toby's like, no. Excuse me? No? Have you watched it up until now? Here for this a good t- time, okay? He's like, dude, this is a terrible movie. What are you talking about? Lean into it, Spielberg. Lean into it already. <laughs> dude and the whole the whole family seems to be really uncomfortable with the fact that there's a little person in their home it's like hello have you ever seen little people big world dude they were so okay like especially the husband craig t nelson he was so so okay with ghost hunters being in his house but then when one of them is shorter than him he's like are you fucking kidding me is this for real we're gonna listen to this person no, it's, it's not that. It's because he doesn't. He buys into the ghost stuff. He doesn't buy into the psychic stuff. Is dude? That's, that's not how they is. played it off. That's that is not how is. they played it off. That's he not doesn't buy by God. He doesn't. He doesn't buy into the mediumship, crystals, new agey. Okay, like, well, that's... I didn't buy into that. He's a good person because he. I, I no, he was totally upset with the fact that this person was shorter than him. <laughs> Are you kidding me? This was Have before. You seen Craig T. Nelson? Everyone's shorter than him. Yeah, but he was mad that this one, this person's a lot shorter. <laughs> it was like it wasn't legal height. You know? Oh. Dude, he's fucking pissed. So she gathers everyone around so she could say, you understand me? Like 13 times. Yep. And then uh, this is where I would have revealed that her name is Tangina, but we already revealed Tangina. that her name is Tangerine. So unfortunately, uh, actually also she died in 2010 from kidney failure. Oh. So that was, we did talk about that a little bit. Uh, ghost. Ghost. So she starts whispering very dramatically, starts talking about lies, spectral lights. Uh, she says things only a child can understand. Uh, she restrains everyone else from ghosts. And then we get the, the rope and tennis ball bit, you know? <laughs> yeah, they throw specific items through a hole, and only some of them go through the other side. It's good stuff. Comes out the, the other hole. Yeah, I love things that come out the other hole. So they talk to Carol. Is that how that works? They talk to Carol Ann, and she's like, Who is the child more threatened by? You or your husband? This is so dumb. Yeah, dude. And Craig T. Stevie's like, I don't beat the shit out of my daughter. What are you talking about? And then she's like, well, you do a little bit. And he's like, oh, okay. I'm going to tell her to come. You're going to get a spanking. You're going to get a spanking, Caroline. Super fucking awkward. 
It's just fucking... I don't know why they did that. Why didn't they just say, like... I, I don't get why that happened at all. Like, they were... Nope. Uh, it's a dumb scene. It's a dumb yep. scene. And then Tangina's like, all right, I'm also a ghost psychologist, and the <laughs> demon's an abusive boyfriend who's manipulating your daughter's mind, and we need to call the FBI on the demons. Isn't isn't it at that point, though, that she says, like, there's there's another there's another thing in there? Yeah, something like that? And it, she, I felt like she was leading me to believe that, like, Satan himself was also in there. The, like, the, the devil was just literally in there, just hanging out. Like, like the big one. Like, are you like? Saying, there wasn't a single Bible in this movie. No, there's not. That's a good point. No devil stuff at all. Actually, it was just it was just ghosts. Yeah, I feel like she made it seem like it was like Satan, though. Like you know not what that just, was? Not just a big scary thing. It's the big scary thing. You know what that was? That was Toby Hooper putting in the lines, preparing for the devil to show up, and Steven Spielberg <laughs> cut it out behind his back. Tim Tim Curry was just gonna show up as the fucking devil. Yeah, one hundred percent. Or just Henry Zabrowski. <laughs> How old was he during this movie? Not very old. (laughs) So she runs into the bright light strobe room and uh, he's like, where's the tennis ball marked one? And they tie a rope to this tennis ball. Tangerine changes her mind about Carolina going to the light. She's like, go, go away from the light. Go away from the light. And they're confusing this five-year-old. She's like, which way do I go? (laughs) Everything gets really dramatic and intense. We see this giant fucking skeleton that just screams in their faces. I actually do like that. That full I do on, like that uh, part. Yeah. What, what did you call it earlier? You had a better name for it than I, than I did. I had a name for it. Partition or something. What did you call it? Oh, like, like apparition. Lamb, lamb, lamb transmission. I just, I just called it a full ass apparition. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. The full ass <laughs> lamb transmission. I like that part. I really like that part of the movie. Uh, it, it was straight out of ghostbusters. Honestly. Yes, it was for sure. So the house gives birth to a slimy version of Craig T. Steve's wife. Like, they they actually just filled them with soap and strawberry jam or something like that, or maybe some some strawberry yogurt, something of the sort. Uh, yeah. It didn't look good. And then they put her and the daughter into the bath to rub off some of the jelly, and I guess rubbing off this jelly from their forearms wakes them up. Is weird. Is weird. Yeah. And then happy music starts, and Tangerine is like, this house is cleaned. And you think that's the end of the movie, but there's 20 minutes left. Dude, but Tangerine still has my favorite line, which... What was that? <laughs> that was whenever she's she's getting the rope. She's tying it to herself because she's going to go save Carol Ann. Oh, my and God, she, yes. The mother, the mother screams in her face, what are you doing? And she goes, I'm going in there to save her. You've never done this before. <laughs> mom's like no let me go and then tangerine's like you've never done this before and then the mom goes neither have you you're right i'm going in she goes you're right you can go like and just gives up like like oh yeah shit you got a good point there lady how about you take this one I don't want to fucking die. I just wanted to make you think that I cared enough to put my life on the line. I've never been more angry in my life by that set of die. Like, what are you talking about? You just wait. This is the reason that this movie is fucking two hours long because they keep doing dumb shit like that. Yeah, you could have you could have saved a, a five minute chunk there. There's like five hundred five minute chunks you could save. 
and make the movie like an hour and 15 minutes. Like, and this movie feels like it's four hours long, right? It does. It feels really long. It's not two hours long, dude. Like, I lost a lot more time than this movie told me that I lost. <laughs> I lost a lot of fucking time doing this. Oh, nice. Uh, so the kid is just staring at her... Uh, or the, no, no, Robbie's staring at his clown. And then Carol Ann's chilling with a doll with a head popped off. Yeah, which is creepy as shit. Well, I liked it. And then shit goes insane. The fucking mom is, like, coming back, and all of a sudden the house starts getting destroyed, and she falls into a pit of skeleton water. Like, I mean, she slips slightly and then just comically stumbles down into this fucking pool that they're building, and then there's actual... Those are actual skeletons everywhere, too. Those are real skeletons. Yes, real skeletons, which is another reason why people try to say that kind of maybe this is a cursed movie because they use real skeletons. Uh, I listened to... Or I guess watched on uh, Shutter. They have like that cursed film kind of TV series, and the skeletons were just cheaper. They have an episode about this movie, and they're just like, uh, "We every movie in the eighties used real skeletons. We just they said get skeletons. We go. We just go fucking buy skeletons. Because <laughs> for some reason the skeleton price fluctuates over time, and sometimes they're cheaper than fake skeletons, and sometimes right. they're more expensive. And in nineteen eighty one or whatever, they were cheaper. Yep, they were just like, are you kidding me? A horror movie set in 81, especially, even even if they were cheaper, though, when we had a $10 million budget and they were just like, go get skeletons. Like, we, just, we just went and got skeletons. Like, that's that's just what you do. Like, there's skeletons. Who gives and a shit? And some people like to argue that I'd rather have real skeletons in my movie. <laughs> it's fine. They were, why not. They were donated yeah. for that kind of thing anyway. So who, who gives a shit? Yeah, whatever. I if I want to fuck a skeleton, I can fuck a skeleton on camera. Uh, that, uh, Wait, is that the line? Where's the line? <laughs> Where's the line? Someone tell me where the line is. I don't know what I can and can't do, guys. I thought that was that that was in the vicinity. <laughs> All right, well, some crazy stranger thing, like, hole opens, or maybe if it's a vagina. I don't know what's happening. The dad yeah. gets home, coffins start popping out of the ground and shit, and he's like, oh, my yep. God, was this an Indian burial ground, boss? Because for some reason, the boss is just there, too. Right. Just hanging out. Yeah, I, th- that that part really pissed me off at the end, whenever he's, like, witnessing the the final conclusion. It's like, why the fuck are you here? Like uh, To get attacked by lightning? Shouldn't you be in a fucking McMansion somewhere? Like, what? The, why, why are you? But he here? does get conveniently electrocuted. He does. I don't think he even died from that, though. I think it just stung. I, f- I I think that he's only there so that we can see him get hurt, so that it's like, like, just got his comeuppets. Yep, comeuppets. Is that's the only reason why it's there. Yep. And then, uh, pretty much, th- let's just finish this movie off. The yeah. the house is eating itself. And then Dana shows up and screams bloody fucking murder. And she's like, what is happening? What's happening? Oh, my God. And like, just staring at everything. Like, dude, obviously some fucked up shit. she at, like, you a knew- boyfriend's house? Yeah, the boyfriend is just standing. He's parked, like, two feet behind. And he just kind of watches for a while and then eventually drives away. Because they also sneakily, like, sneaky snake snuck some other weird perverted thing in about the daughter... It's right after, so pretty much the house eats itself, and the businessman gets fucked up, and then they're like, all right, well, this is all over. The house ate itself. We can move on, 
Yeah. And the daughter is talking. Or, you know, maybe it might have been before. Maybe it was before all the shit went down. It was. It was when they were moving yeah, out. Yeah, it was. Okay, it's when she they were planning something. on moving out. The the wife is like, okay, we're going to go over to this motel. I can't remember the name. Let's just call it Motel yeah! 6. She's like, hey, we're going over to Motel 6. And the daughter's like kind of mumbling to herself. She's like, Motel 6? <laughs> I remember that place. Pretty yeah. much talking about getting fucked Seriously. by her boyfriend or something. And the mom's like... I hope it's her boyfriend and it wasn't one of the fucking construction worker guys. That's a good point. Good God. Good yeah, it was fucking weird. And we already know, like, they've established that she's, like, 16. Yeah. So we're it's... like, all right, who's cre- was this Toby or Spielberg? God, who- either way, it was fucked up. That I don't understand why. I'm going to go ahead and say Spielberg. Sure, that's fine. Uh, is that where your vote's going? Where's your vote going? Toby or yeah. Spielberg? Yeah, it's Spielberg, Spielberg, right? It's fucking Spielberg, Spielberg dude. He's probably like, oh, this is a smart, uh, modern woman who owns her own sexuality. I'm going to write her like that. Like, no, you're fucking not. You're a fucking idiot. So they end up going to a hotel, and they get inside, and they shove the TV out of the room. The TV's not the fucking problem. The, the TV was the never problem. the issue. <laughs> had nothing you to do with the TV. You were told what the fucking issue was. <laughs> Why the fuck are you mo- you're never going to watch TV again? That's just Why what, are you that, afraid that's, of that's TVs? You, yeah, that's what you're taking away from this whole fucking experience. That's what you're doing for the rest of your life. That's what we're supposed to get out of this movie. Push the fucking TV. What is this? A fucking story of like, hey, spend more time with your family. Don't watch TV. What was I supposed to get out of this movie? Yep, that's exactly what it was. Dude, fuck Poltergeist. <laughs> fuck poltergeist dude oh my god i don't like this movie i don't like it there's no kills in this movie either is this even a horror movie there's no kills in this movie there's no the dog does the dog survive yeah they take the dog out that's one Son good of part they they made sure to keep to uh save the dog but like yep. dude there's no kills in this movie whatsoever there's like there's no suspense because nothing happens one yeah. guy gets bit by a ghost but we there's it it is though like like a haunted house like carnival ride dude it's just it just has too many it has too long of things between well yeah skeletons popping out of the closet well you you can make a cut of this movie and make it fairly interesting for sure yeah could cut out a lot of it and make it fairly interesting but dude it's a one hour tv special is what it is what it should be is really what it should be this is the most overrated fucking movie that of you all can time. show to kids and then be like yeah. oh that was scary like yeah get a little tickled yeah Ew. dude this is the most overrated movie of all time i'm saying it like i don't i don't care how many fucking emails i get about this i don't care how many people are like okay oh, caleb are you kidding me dude Dude, this movie that's, blows. That's me with The Exorcist, and and I get shit oh, for it really? all the all the time. I get James, shit for it all you the fucking time. Fucking idiot! I know, I know. It's I just it I doesn't click with me. So I will say, guys, email James for that part because I do like The Exorcist. <laughs> actually, I you know what? I don't think people think I like The Exorcist because I actually when I recorded a uh, like wreck with my buddy Chris, he was like, "Dude, I was so pissed when I listened to your Exorcist episode because you shit all over it," and I was like. <laughs> I was like, wait, I really like The Exorcist. Did I come off like I hated that movie? Because I don't. You come up, like, you come off like you hate everything. Let's be honest. Well, but I do. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair assessment. Um, no kills, no boobs, shit movie. Uh, you know the rating scale, James? I'm giving this a mushroom. Yeah, it's a, it's a chicken noodle. It's a chicken noodle. Oh, I thought you were gonna go blood. 
Chicken noodle? No. You're gonna put it right? Oh, dude, yeah, I'm giving it a mushroom. This is a no. one star. I'll, I'll I'll top it. I'll top it up to chicken noodle. Just just because I think that there is something about it. it but I don't know. It's a chicken noodle for kids, and it's yeah. a it's a mushroom for adults. Okay, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I'll give it that. I'm I'm fine with that rating. Like we can be unanimous at, at that. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like I do think that it has some really good practicals, but it just. When your movie is so fucking boring that I'm falling asleep on like four separate occasions when I'm fully awake on every occasion, dude, and I'll be I'll be straight up honest. I almost fell asleep watching it today. Dude, it's it's really hard to st- to sit up and just like. I mean, obviously, I watched through. it after I got home from work. I got home from work. I like got settled in my chair, popped it in my VCR, and then I was like, oh, got my kids. Like, hey, you want to watch this movie? It's supposed to be kind of scary, but it should be okay. And he's like, yeah, I'll watch it. And then like he sits down, and like I almost fell asleep. Yeah, dude, it's just fucked. Like, I mean, and this has a 7.3 on IMDb, and I've watched so many threes that are miles more entertaining than this shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So, fuck, Mary kill, James, you ready? Okay. You got The Ghost Whisperer, Zelda Rubenstein. Okay. Uh-huh. You got The House. Oh, The Whole House. And you got me. Oh, you're, you're, you're a part of it. It's me, too. Okay. That's um... what you got. Well, uh, I hate hate to say it, but I'm going to um, kill Zelda because uh, she's already dead, and that seems like it's a pretty easy pretty easy cop out. Uh, I'm gonna fuck the house um, because why not? And uh, we're gonna get married, and we're gonna have a lovely life together, and we're gonna start a B and B, and it's gonna be awesome. Well, I guess realistically, you're already kind of spending your life with me anyway, so I mean, you might as well just go full send. Yeah, pretty much. Well, thanks. I'm glad you get a little mahogany from me. A little birch, oh. little, uh, little a little coconut, ebony. little bamboo, a little... Uh... Coconut is not a wood. It is now. <laughs> it is if you try hard enough and you're a padre. <laughs> I am a padre. So, guys, uh, I know you've probably heard James on the show before, but, you know, since the last time he's been on the show, I think, as far as I can remember, we've started a vampire podcast. And I know most of you have probably heard it because it's on the feed, but also the numbers are pretty low. So maybe go listen to it on that feed and not just on this feed. You know, just saying. Um, Yeah, vampire movies. Yeah, dude, I'd force James into a podcast that I think actually it kind of went sour because I think I'm regretting it more than he is at this point with the last few viewings. We've had we've had uh, some interesting stuff lately. James has been more giddy than I've been, and I think that's not where this was supposed to go. It's not. It's not. So if you guys want to hear that, me and James host that show together. It's called I'll Suck Your Blood. Really fun project. Comes out weekly every Saturday. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, that's a show. Uh, James, tell them about your show. Yeah, uh, me and some of my other buddies, we do a little show called Night Shift Video. That's night spelled N-I-T-E. Uh, we typically have some kind of paranormal or ghost story or some shit like that. And then we follow that up with a movie that is somehow based on the story or tied to it, inspired by it in some way. Um, and yeah, every week, every Tuesday. So there you go. It's not as good as vampires. So if you like vampires, or you like this show. Not Night Shift Video. That's Net, right. Stay away. That's right. Tell a friend about any show except for Night Shift Video. <laughs> Night Shift Video. Is that how you advertise? You just say it a lot, even if you're shitting on it? Yep, yep. That's how Night it works. Shift Video. Um, don't check out my website at horrorsoupsucks.com because it's kind of shut down right now. Uh, if you guys do still want merch, though, you can just uh, send me a message or something. You can just, like, PayPal me, and I'll send it to you through that. Uh, the website is just fucking 
annoying for now. I'll put it up at some point when I feel like it. Hey uh, guys, fucking fucking COVID has had its effects on podcasters too. And like, if we don't have to pay for websites, it'd be nice to not have to pay for websites. Yeah, so I'll pay for it when I feel more comfortable paying for it again. It's like 30 fucking bucks a month. And when people aren't buying shirts because there's COVID and I'm not getting at least 30 bucks a month to help me out with that, I'm not going to do it. So no, people don't look at it that much anyway. But if you want stuff, I do still have the stuff, you know, just message me, email me something. I'll I'll get it to you. Uh, There's still some shirts and there's still hats, too. There's a lot of hats. hats hats. I'm going to buy a hat. Yeah, I do still have hats. I I think I still have a decent amount of those. Uh, So also leave a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Send me an email at horsubiahu.com with the title review sticker. And I actually do have I'll Suck Your Blood and some uh, ice cream truck stickers now. So I have new stickers. Uh, Donate at patreon.com slash horsesoup or on anchor.fm slash horsesoup. I don't think anyone's going to do that, but if you want to. Uh, Follow me on social medias. Just go find them. They're pretty much all horsesoup something. Uh, I'm on Letterboxd at Caleb And... uh, Check out my other podcast, man. The one with James, Jim Tan Laundry, which I host with Sean, which he kind of did this episode with me, and I totally scrapped it. It's on the Patreon now. If you want to listen to the my sleepy time Poltergeist episode, that's there, too. Say bye, James. Bye! 20-some feet of succulent intestines. I want to eat. Do you have some suggestions? No!